0: It is my birthday <laughs> the long <laughs> silence i was like what whose birthday not mine <laughs> so lately i've noticed that i say like whenever i'm talking about myself instead of saying oh yeah i did this and that i'll say oh yeah she did this really Uh, yeah and so and not on like on top of that i'll say like if i'm talking about uh, jeremy or something i'll be instead of saying oh yeah he did this i'll say or wait not that what the fuck (laughs) instead of saying um damn it what was it that i would say besides the one about me I'm
1: taken over by a doppelganger yeah
0: dude i feel like like, I sound like I'm, like, not myself. Like, I am sound like I'm, like, impersonating myself. Ooh, it's I'm really scared. weird. Ew, I've noticed.
1: Really-
0: yeah, I've noticed that I've been doing it a lot lately. Oh, like, I'll be telling Jeremy a story, like, the, something he did. And mm-hmm. instead of saying, oh, yeah, you did this, I'll say, oh, yeah, he did this.
1: Yeah. <gasps> Like you don't know, like you're impersonal with yourself. Yeah, I don't know what is life. happening.
0: I'm like, is this like a mental something? Is something happening? Like like I don't feel different about things like that. Like I don't feel like I'm not myself, but I say shit like I'm not myself. It's just your brain, like, taking over. I guess. It's really fucking freaking me out. But I have never done that before. And it's just in the last couple of weeks I've noticed that I will say that. That's disturbing
1: a little bit. Jeremy
0: looks at me like, what did you just say?
1: Yeah, are you observing,
0: hero? Own- yeah, and then I catch myself like, whoa. But I don't know if he's looking at me like, you're a fucking weirdo. Or, like, if he's genuinely, like, she's
1: possessed. I'm trying to see if you noticed, like, did she know that she? is referring herself in the third person yeah that's wish. like that's
0: really yeah. weird <laughs> i don't know yeah it is really creepy but hopefully i don't do it on here because then that would be extra scary but mm.
1: i know i'm like editing back and you not one time say i or me Ooh, if
0: like, i ever go hurt. a whole time not saying oh jesus christ no i call somebody you better call somebody who are we gonna call ghostbusters when
1: they run over stitch and they look under the 18 wheeler we gotta call somebody
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh god damn it
1: (laughs) i gotta stop doing that
0: i had something funny to tell you but i can't remember what it is was it from today from the weekend yes it was but i can't remember Hmm. Um, my niece my new niece was born on saturday already yep already why did i feel like that was like soon <clears throat> she stole my birthday weekend i was like great now for the rest of my life i'm gonna have to go to her birthday parties
1: yeah it's not, share-
0: it's not shared. it's not even a
1: shared life. thing yeah she takes over mm-hmm another little pisces
0: Yes. Oh, God. Another (laughs) crybaby. How cute. So?
1: So, for this special combo episode, we are doing cryptids, and we chose a few of our favorites to share with you all. I chose the Wendigo to start out
0: with. Wait, pause. We're not going to introduce ourselves anymore?
1: (gasps) No one cares. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Let's do that. I'll I'll say that. Nobody...
0: Does care. The five people that listen to us already know who the fuck we are anyways. This is true.
1: Also, I think I lost our crowd. Our last episode had like eleven listens whenever (sighs) I was. Shut your mouth. It was too
0: serious. Information.
1: (laughs) They're like, I don't want to learn about this stuff.
0: So it was so informational. Is that the word that I'm looking for? I know it's too. It's a mixed bag. God it really is. But and then on top of that, we have to like advertise ourselves to a broader audience. But I still remember your fear, so I'm like, I guess I won't.
1: We have to be more Mexican than the Mexicans and more Americans <laughs> than the Americans. Why did that part just remind me of Selena when you were talking? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the whole conversation was literally that. <laughs> Uh, you have to know Oprah and Christina. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's a lot of work. It's exhausting. You have to give serious information and be funny. You <laughs> can't be both. It's true. It's too hard. We're not funny. Uh, you have to match my energy, and I have to match yours. Well, we're never on the same goddamn level. Hello, I drank fucking C four the last time, and it was like <laughs> I was on another planet. I need to do that. Well, even then, I don't. We're just not. We're just not it. No, I'm just I guess, kidding. I guess, but I guess that is true. Like <laughs> you said, it so sadly true um my coworker was like because i asked her to give like some feedback because i was like what's happening what's going wrong <laughs> oh no and she's yeah. like you're y'all's like energy and stuff at the beginning episode like the first two episodes y'all were like going back and forth and it was like funny and blah 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 but these other ones y'all are kind of just like spewing out the shit and not really like saying anything you yes and exactly. I was like, "Fuck." Well, I don't know. She's like, "You're very animated," and like these other ones, these last couple ones, you haven't been. And I'm like, "Well, what the fuck am I supposed it's to do? True. We're back, bitches." <laughs> That's our opening statement. <laughs> We're back, bitches. You thought you'd seen the last of me. <laughs> there we are. That's what I need from you. Make a contract oh, and put it in there. <laughs> You have to be funny every time.
1: <laughs> Match energy.
0: Now I know how, like, Britney Spears feels. God damn it. I am not here to entertain you, okay?
1: But we are, and we have to be on all
0: the time. We don't get paid for it, though. At least Britney Spears gets thousands of goddamn dollars, and. True. We get nothing. Not even, like, a fucking. Not even a rating. Not even a... I
1: like how you use her as your example when you got mad at Jeremy for using the Kardashians and they actually like are all over tabloids all the time and always making money off of publicity and shit. And well, I love
0: Brittany. I, I don't know how I feel about the Kardashians, so...
1: I see. I know, hmm. I know how you like them, but... Yesterday was International Women's Day and now I see where we stand. <laughs> I'm not saying that we're not for all women, I guess. No, I'm just kidding.
0: And on that note, I also don't know how that works when (laughs) I'm not going to like every goddamn person that I meet. I don't give a shit if she's a woman or not. If I don't like her- I feel you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't like
1: special treatment. I don't like that special treatment shit. I mean,
0: I'm glad that they're getting it. I'm glad that they're doing the shit that they're doing and they're they're making something of themselves. But that doesn't mean that I fucking like their personalities. Like, shit. I feel you.
1: I don't even like their personalities- I just like, like them sometimes. blindlessly.
0: Blindlessly, did you just hear what I said?
1: Blindlessly, blindlessly.
0: you'll blindly. Right you'll blindly watch their shows.
1: I haven't watched it in forever. It's like it's so boring now. I need more scandal. But listen, I read that the baby. I hate how I say that. I'm not sure. How do you say that? Rappers You're fucking asking
0: the wrong motherfucking person.
1: Ugh. Anyways, that rapper, he slapped, he like open palm, like smacked this bitch across the face and there's video footage of it. What? But she fucking put her flashlight in his eye. Like he was walking I think he was about to perform at a venue, and so he was outside, and he had his, like, um group around him and stuff. And this woman was, like, really close to him, and she reaches her arm out with her phone. I don't know if she was taking a video of him or, like, trying to get his attention to ask for a photo or something. She, You see the phone make contact with his face. Like, I can't tell how gentle or if it was, like... It popped him in the eye or something, but he just blindly like swung and hits her across the face. And so it's a big thing right now.
0: That, it was a uh, girl.
1: Yeah, I think it was a fan okay. and it was a big thing right now that how could he like put his hands on a woman, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. she was she was clearly in his space and he claims that he didn't know who was on the other end of the phone. It just it touched his face. Right. and he swung Like, that, it pissed shit him is, off.
0: that shit is bright as fuck, too.
1: Yeah. So I was like, at first I was like, oh my God, he slapped the shit out of her. But when I looked closer, because um, there's videos from different angles, mm-hmm. and I saw that she pretty much hit him in the eye with her phone lightly, or I don't know how if it smacked him or what. But when I saw that, I was like, okay, that would have pissed me off too. I wouldn't have swung because I'm not like on a hair trigger like that. but. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, it he didn't know who was putting I mean, that light in his face. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, no, I don't I don't like special treatment. Like if she if it's always about well, she's a woman, so you can't do that, then I'm like uh, you the shouldn't fuck have hit a dude
0: either, though. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You shouldn't be hitting yeah, exactly. anybody. Like, that's what? what I'm
1: saying. Or like, when people get mad about the door not being held for them, open your own damn door. Like, maybe they didn't notice you were behind them. Jeez, yeah. not everyone's a fucking victim. Get over it. Yes, one clap for you. And happy birthday (laughs) Oh yeah I still, I can't, I'm like Well I think maybe because you had your surprise birthday So it kind of came in a way Now you're kind of off
0: Yeah, I'm very off It doesn't feel like my birthday For the first time, I'm not like
1: Well, that means it feels like a normal day Which should (sighs) be, it's good
0: It means that I'm old And I am, I turned 30 Like what the fuck Um I don't think old. All day I've been like 30, flirty, and thriving, but I internally am like, "God damn it, you're old, your back hurts, (laughs) you fucking have a small headache in the back of your head. Me
1: too, but I can't say anything to you about it because I'm 25, so what the fuck is that going to do for you if
0: I complain? You know what, though? Honestly, I think I've felt this way since I was like 25, so I shouldn't even... Actually, that's a lie. For the last... Ew... I looked at my time hops from when I was 21, and I literally, like, cringed.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's how I
0: know that I'm old, because yet yeah, people younger than me make me cringe
1: all the time. And then I remember that I used to be mm. like that. I'm not going to say any kind of way, but it just makes me cringe. I don't know what it is about it.
0: <sighs> Post-traumatic. Yeah. It makes me cringe. I'm like, what the fuck? Like... You were living it up. I was living too much of it up. And now this is why I feel this way. (laughs) And that that, like, it's not even the things that I did, like, okay, you're 21, whatever, like, or even when I was younger than that, whatever. You're justified. But that I posted about these things, like, can somebody have taken away my phone before I posted (laughs) to Twitter and MySpace and shit? Like, God damn it. No You had to, know, to, you had to know. let them know you were young and wild and free. I just, I'm surprised. I mean, oh God, if I was 21 now, like I would have already been arrested because of my fucking social media. Like I would have- Arrested? I would have fucked up my shit. Like, I would have just, I would have thrown myself under oh, the bus because of you were I were
1: posting about illegal shit. I on was there, posting about
0: all kinds see. of things. All kinds you were of You like, things.
1: shut your mouth.
0: I was posting about illegal things, um, raunchy ass things. Like, you did not need to say half of these things. Like, and I talk about like going to the club and shit, and I'm like, who the fuck are you? yeah like what
1: Mm -mm. you have to let people know sometimes i guess
0: (laughs) a lot of people are still like that even now i'm like okay you're so cool i feel like it's different now and at least the girls look like cute when they fucking post tiktoks about it but i'm pretty sure i looked (laughs) i don't want to even think about what i was in hot disastrous mess Mm -mm. no filter oh god I definitely didn't – all of my posts, I am either pissed off or sad or, like, I'll post something that's, like, super freaking annoying and then at the end I'll, like, laugh about it. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so that, like, I can't even imagine. Like, I would – You're
1: so hard on yourself over it now.
0: Yeah, because, oh, dude, I, I won't, I won't do it to you. I was going to say I'll just send you a little screenshot of the dumb shit, but no. There's just no to way. get the gist. <laughs> yeah, but there's no way I won't let you see any of that hot mess. expressed. fine. That's
1: fine. Um, and then now looking back, now that we kind of know where our like traumas lie and stuff,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I kind of want to go to therapy just to to like map myself out so that I understand why certain things are wrong with me now. Yeah, because then it'll be like, okay, now I feel a little less shitty about my poor habits or whatever. Yeah, because I know where it came from, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, it like really breaks it down for you because now it just—I don't know—everyone's upbringing, like, it's who they are, who they become,
0: like, yeah. as adults, it could be damaging. So yes, and I fucking loved going to therapy. It was great. But- I
1: have been hearing more and more people go and. Mm-hmm. It makes me – because it takes always,
0: Yeah, I will always recommend that anybody and everybody should go to therapy. I don't give a fuck if you think nothing's wrong with you. You need to go to therapy.
1: I agree. I, I heard um, – I think it was Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. They were discussing it on some talk show that they – started going to marriage counseling at, even at the start of their marriage. And it wasn't because they had issues. They just didn't want to wait for the issues to come up Ooh. and start to threaten their marriage. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of people do, they use marriage counseling as a last resort before yeah. divorce yeah. or something. And I've known, I've seen that in like movies and stuff, but I'd never really like let that sink in. It's normally like a private thing. Like maybe he cheated or like something happened and they have to go to therapy together. Yeah. Well, this they're celebrities or whatever and they're going just to have like they said it's like a maintenance thing so that they keep they know how to communicate and keep a happy marriage and a healthy marriage instead of using it as a a solution whenever problems come up i thought that was pretty smart
0: that is smart i like that yay for being healthy yes mental health is definitely important we have to have everybody
1: everybody closes their app and they're just depressed. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> that was the Kardashian part of our fucking shit. There, I hope Jeremy's happy now.
1: We're <laughs> popular, <laughs> people love us now. Oh, whenever you were like, Why did I post that or whatever? I thought of Mean Girls when Janice is like, Damien, shall we not? <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's me. That I'm Janice, and Damien is me younger. Yes. So I saw Onward. Oh, God, I was just about to tell you that. Holy crap. Did you see it? I saw it. Oh, did you I fucking? I bawled my eyes out everywhere. So did I. So did
1: I. And I hated that the guy next to me wasn't into the movie since the start. I feel like he got dragged there by his girlfriend. But I was, so I was trying to hold in my tears no, yeah. and I could.
0: I had to hold my tears in because I went with my cousin Bianca and she is a hard ass when it comes to shit like that. So I was like internally screaming but like tears were just rolling down my From face. From
1: the start too like obviously towards the end I definitely let like my tears fall but yeah. even at the beginning parts I was like already tearing up and I was like bitch we're not even halfway through together.
0: <laughs> 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 I'm proud to say that I made it through a good portion of the movie without tearing up. There were parts where I was <laughs> like oh my god no I'm not gonna cry
1: My heart! My heartstrings. I could not. Remember when we went to go see Finding Dory together oh, so it was like my-
0: yeah we were just a blubbering
1: mess (laughs) (laughs) we had to go get fucking drinks after (laughs) god damn it oh shit children watch these things it's because they don't they don't get it it. yeah
0: they don't get it but son of a bitch (laughs) yeah soon they will they're gonna be like what the fuck this didn't make me cry before Yeah, oh, I, that was a good one. it really, really was good. I didn't think it was going to be like that at all. They, they always do it to me. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to be. I thought it
1: was just going to be fun in like a, but of course, I mean, I knew there was going to be something to make, like, because Pixar always does it, Disney mm-hmm. Pixar mm-hmm. movies. But then it was that. And I was like, oh, my
0: God, this is some heavy shit. Yeah. Like Brave. I didn't think Brave was going to make me cry. I
1: haven't seen Brave. Dude,
0: I. It, especially because me and my mom had, like, the relationship that we did growing up. I When mm-hmm. I watched Brave, I literally, like, I was hysterically crying. Like, I was, like, <laughs> that kind of cry. Like, it was really bad. It was really bad. My cousin was with me, and she was like, can you please stop? You're scaring people.
1: <laughs> when it hits you personally
0: like that, yeah, you cannot it, touch it Yeah, let it out, let Definitely, it ride yeah. I was like, this, I should have waited for this one, but I didn't think it was going to make me cry. And holy shit, it yeah. came up on me.
1: Seriously. Yeah, that's what happened with eighth grade with me. Oh my gosh. Well, <clears throat>
0: okay. On to business. It- so. What's your Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we yeah, we're we gonna, can- yeah.
1: What's your name? <laughs> um- <clears throat> So this is Give Me the Creeps, and we're back with another combo episode. I'm Abby, and I'm Daniela. And today we chose to tell you about our favorite cryptids. We chose a few of them. I'm gonna cut this whole thing out because I sound like a <laughs> commercial. <it. laughs> take two, actually take three. Today we chose to discuss. I can't now. I don't know where it went. What happened? All tonight? right, here we go. <clears throat> Oh, she's taking the reins. <laughs> Whoa, Nelly.
0: So today we're going to tell you about some of our favorite cryptids. Yes. Abby, do you want to take the reins and go first?
1: Uh, I used allthingsinteresting.com and I used – oh, no. I'm using paper today and this is not going to work. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I used legendsofamerica.com and Murderpedia.
0: Ooh.
1: And you'll see why later. I'm excited. So I'm going to start out with the Wendigo. The term Wendigo roughly translates to evil spirit that devours mankind. Same. Same. (laughs) The Wendigo was once a man who became greedy and thus was given the intense hunger for human flesh. Some say, once again, it depends on the peoples, that some say that someone cursed that man into becoming a beast. And there are other stories that the Wendigo is related, or not related, but comparable to like a werewolf, where they can transform other humans into Wendigos. Mm -hmm. But they can also just, if they give in to cannibalism, they will transform into a wendigo themselves.
0: Wait, so this is like anytime, any time, like any person, if they eat human, yes, they if can-
1: if they reach that desperation. It, it's a, a cultural taboo, a cannibalism, so it's almost used as like a lesson. Among the Algonquian Ojibwe Eastern Cree, Saltu, West Main Swampy Cree, Naskapi, and Inu peoples, who have described them as giants, many times larger than human beings Basil Johnston, an Ojibwe teacher and scholar of Ontario, Canada, described the Wendigo in his writings as... Gaunt to the point of emaciation, desiccated skin pulled tautly over its bones, with its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion, the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody. Its body was unclean and suffering from separations from the flesh, giving off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. So these creatures are cursed to walk the earth hungry and starving at all times. And they are extremely skeletal looking, tall figures that are in the woods. They could be as tall as 15 feet. So the two main regions that the Wendigo has been cited and the folklore originates from are the Great Lake regions and the central regions of Canada. Mm-hmm. It has been known among the Alaquian, Ojibwe, Eastern Cree, Saltu, West Maine, Swampy Cree, Naskapi, and Innu peoples. And they are, they all have, I guess, their own version of what the Wendigo is. But for the most part, they look like giants and are definitely larger than humans.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The cultural view is the same among all of these peoples that the creature is cannibalistic. And it is associated with winter, especially when there's um, famine. So the cryptid stalks the frozen forest in search of others to either consume or transform into more Wendigos. So they actually have the power to create more Wendigos. So this is where oh, it can shit. be compared to a werewolf. It has to do with magic and curses that comes down to performing cannibalism, or however you would say that. Mm-hmm. And it's most common during the winter when the food is very scarce. Scarce? Scarce. <laughs> I realized, I was like, wait, what did I
0: just say? Why are you pulling a meat? Scarce. <laughs> scarce. Oh my God. What is happening, Abby? You're... I don't know. Pulling I become- think Flustered, it's true my birthday, I've transferred my energy to you And your energy has come to me 13 going on 30
1: <laughs> That didn't make any sense It, it okay. did she,
0: oh, Fuck, I don't know, I tried to save it <laughs>
1: <laughs> Some compare the cryptid to werewolves for this reason Sightings happened mostly between the 1800s and the 1920s When Hunters were the most common, and it had to do with the Hudson Bay Trading Company. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When they would travel long distances and run out of food and become desperate, that's when they say that the wendigo was the most prevalent.
0: Hmm. So, like, because they were starving, they would, like, eat each other and then turn into wendigos?
1: Yes. There's a thing called the wendigo psychosis, but I'll bring that up again um, in a second. The starving hunters are out in the freezing cold, and they become hungry, and the wendigo comes around. And the fucking scariest thing about the wendigo is that it doesn't even have to stalk or hunt its prey. Mm -hmm. It has the ability to mimic
0: human voices. Oh, that is scary. Actually,
1: so imagine you go camp, like you and I go camping, and I'm like, I'm going to go pee behind this tree real quick. And all of a sudden, you hear, Daniela, come here. Oh, no. So you fucking go out there, and then it just fucking... Eats you or whatever
0: nope Mm-mm. that's why we're not going camping <gasps> but why because <laughs> you just explained why I don't care if we're not in Minnesota, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it doesn't even have to hunt for its prey they they just get lured into the forest where it is
0: ooh, that reminds me of the movie um annihilation. annihilation. Yes, I was going to bring that
1: up too. Ooh, god, that was so terrifying when they hear her screaming. So they're like yes. trying to find her and help her, and then that thing comes out. Oh my freaking yes, god!
0: That shit. And the way it looked up. was so scary. Yeah, I agree. Have you seen the ritual on Netflix? No, actually, yes, I have. I have seen it because of Emma. She wanted to watch it because she likes the Wendigo. Um, I thought it was really good it's pretty similar
1: I looked it up and it's called something else and I think it's completely made up it has to do with like the gods Loki and because I was going to link that to this story but it's not it looks like a wendigo and shares a lot of the same qualities but it it, they made up their own little yeah it's like a it's
0: like a Norse (laughs) yes there we
1: go again with the
0: Norse you're exactly right though
1: yeah I remember they had to worship it
0: and feed it sacrifices yeah that one was it was a good one it was really fucked up but it was good
1: some describe the creature as being able to run and some describe it as just slow walking almost haggard like like it's gonna fall apart so haggard i don't know what's scarier what's scarier to you it seeing it run through the woods or seeing it like like S- <laughs> slowly seeing creep up it
0: run for sure i it would freak me out if it did both like if it started out like
1: it its bones like yeah. Stuff.
0: Oh, if it did that first, and then it just started taking off, like fuck that. I'm just gonna accept my fate and die because. fuck. Mm-mm.
1: At the turn of the 20th century, large numbers of Al- Al- Algo oh, oh my god, <laughs> large numbers of Algonquian people mysteriously vanished, and so they chalked it up to the Wendigo taking them. Ooh. A version of the cryptid is said to have the power to possess humans. So this is where the Wendigo psychosis comes in, Mm -hmm. where a person is suddenly just overcome with intense hunger and cannibalistic ideas until they give in to them. And in 1879, a man named Swift Runner was working for the Hudson Bay Trading Company. And he was a Cree Indian who lived during the last century and is now central to Alberta that is now central to Alberta. He he was a normal guy. He had six kids. And in 1875, he served as a guide for the Northwest Mountain Mounted Police. But he 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 claimed that he became possessed by a wendigo over a winter time. They were like a certain amount of miles away from a place that could have provided his family with supplies. But when they ran out of supplies and one of his children died, he committed cannibalism and ate his his child and then um, proceeded to kill the rest of his children and his wife and ate them, essentially. Mm. So he was arrested and executed, but he had claimed that he was taken by the Wendigo. Like his mind wasn't right. So that's where mm. that Wendigo psychosis comes in, is that desperation where suddenly there's... Even though he was able to go get supplies from a nearby camp, he didn't. He just killed them and ate them, and it was like very gruesome.
0: What the fuck? Is there any other like um, stories about that, or that's the only one?
1: Apparently, people who thought that they were becoming that way would call this man. His name was Jack Fiddler. He was an OG Cree chief and medicine man known for his powers and defeating Wendigos. He had apparently defeated 14 Wendigos during his life. Jeez. So they would call him whenever they felt like someone was being possessed. Mm -hmm. And they often would ask him to kill a very sick loved one before they turned Wendigo. So he would be the one to do that. And even his own brother, Peter Flett, was killed after turning Wendigo when the food ran out on a trading expedition. Whenever people say you don't want to turn Wendigo, it's just because cannibalism is such a strong taboo that they're afraid of that they just use the Wendigo as a a lesson. And it also originated around the time when they came into contact with the Europeans. So that like greed and gluttonous attitude towards taking what's not yours and stuff could also feed into the Wendigo folklore. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, that's interesting to look at it that way too. Mm-hmm. It's just like a you don't want to become one of these creatures and be cursed to to roam the forest forever. Yeah. The common possession occurred in frigid winters when Native Americans and settlers were stranded for days, tempted by starvation to cannibalize the dead. They are said to use dark magic to Control the weather, making you even more desperate. What the fuck? That when food sucks. can't grow. Yeah, like keeping it cold and, right. and stuff it makes you hungrier. So earlier when I mentioned Jack Fiddler, when he came across certain Wendigos, he apparently could tell when they were changed by a shaman, that shaman would create these Wendigos and pretty much have them go and attack other tribes. Oh. So that was interesting. They were used as like a dark magic tool. Yeah, like a weapon? Yes, There are still sightings reported in Northern Ontario near the cave of the Wendigo and around a town called Kenora. Mm. I I think I heard a creepypasta read by some podcast Mm. about these people went camping. They were camping and they had taken their dogs with them. And in the middle of the night they heard their dog whining. And so one of them woke up, I think it was the man or whatever and went to see where the dog was. And if the dog was outside and he's like, he says the dog's name and then all of a sudden he hears the dog's, like, feet walking behind him, like, from inside the house. Oh, no. And then he turns around and he's like, oh, my God. And so he doesn't know what the heck was calling him outside. Oh, fuck. That. I don't know if skinwalkers can mimic. Isn't that a thing, too, that they can mimic voices and sounds and stuff, too? Or is that just the wendigos?
0: I think it might be skinwalker, too. That sounds slightly familiar.
1: And they look kind of similar, too, in some ways. hmm I think skinwalkers are more humanoid.
0: Yeah. So, my story is in Texas. Hold on to your asses because we're getting in here pretty hot. All right. We're coming in hot. Ready? Yes. In the Texas Hill Country, it was widely believed among the early settlers of Kimball County that an old Native American shaman, among the last survivors of his tribe, had the ability to change from his normal human form into that of a large wolf. The old medicine man, it is said, would seek revenge on the white men who had decimated his tribe by transforming into th- his wolf persona and roaming the countryside at night, killing everything from li- livestock to unfortunate settlers, settlers mm-hmm. caught outside after dark. Um, it doesn't tell me what tribe, and when I tried to look up what tribes tribes are in the Texas Hill Country, mm-hmm. there was a bunch, So, and I didn't want to... Try to pinpoint Mm so tales of shapeshifters and skinwalkers permeate the folklore of many native american tribes but what makes this particular example unusual is that many of the white settlers of kimball county in particular those near the old town of cleo believed the story to be true so much so that the image of the beast of bear creek as the monster became known was immortalized in solid rock. Mm -hmm. Hill Country settler and tombstone carver N.Q. Patterson of Kimball County, a Tennessee transplant, Patterson settled around present-day Junction and served a year as treasurer and then as county judge. Even as a tombstone carver, business was slow at times, especially since there wasn't a lot of people in Kimball County in those days. And to add to the problem, Patterson suffered from tuberculosis, a disease that was called galloping consumption at the time. With so much on his hands, Patterson took to carving on limestone rocks that that lined Bear Creek that flowed gently past his cabin settlement. Before long, Patterson's carvings became a popular topic around the county, and before his death, the faces that he carved gained a degree of notoriety, especially one particularly large image, one of a face that sported a broad nose glinting eyes and a snarled mouth with long fang-like teeth. The carving came to be known as Cleo's Face because the small settlement nearby was known as Cleo. What did the face represent? Some have said that the face reminds them of a wild bear. Some believed for years the carving was made by Native Americans, but according to local accounts, the face was indeed carved by Patterson. Who or what it represents is still anyone's guess. Whether Patterson's carving had anything to do with the legend no one knows for certain. Today, Bear Creek runs through private property and is not accessible by the general public. But locals say the face, though badly worn by weather and time, is still visible on a large rock that lines the stream in Kimball County. And I have a picture of the face, so we can post it on the Instagram for everyone to look at. Yay! Um, The Kimball County area continues to be a source of some strange creature reports. These days, they typically don't involve werewolves and or shapeshifters, rather- Modern-day witnesses are reporting out-of-place mountain lions, black panthers, and the odd-looking, hairless, bluish-gray canines, often dubbed chupacabras, by the media. Lost livestock is blamed on one of these culprits more often than not. Odd screams and howls still heard by the rural residents of the area, more often than outsiders would guess, are simply dismissed as coyotes. No one has reported a sighting of the Beast of Bear Creek for a very long time. This is not surprising considering that the town of Cleo is now all but a ghost town. All that remains of the settlement is the rickety structure that was once the Cleo General Store and directly across Highway 2291. I'm honestly thinking that's not how you say it. (laughs) Uh, A building that, according to the sign over the door, once served as the Bear Creek Community Center. The people are all gone now. Whatever the beast of Bear Creek was, if it was real at all, was will never be known.
1: And Ooh. there she
0: is. There it is. The beast of Bear Creek.
1: The main thing that I always think of with when livestock are attacked and stuff, it just doesn't make sense that people would be feeding into – I mean, unless it's just like a herd of – not a herd – a pack of coyotes or something. Mm-hmm. Why would you feed into the legend While losing money, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's freaking nuts. And if it really was a Native American shaman, he did his job good because now Cleo ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. It's revenge. Yep. He was like, fuck all y'all. About to get Mm -hmm. this shit taken care of. And he took care of it.
1: (laughs) I wonder if Wendigos would target European people then like the same way, like in a revenge way like this one.
0: Right, maybe.
1: Of their greed and taking of the land and food, pretty much they're starving, so yeah. I freaking want to get rid of their Mm -hmm. asses for intruding. Makes sense to me. Well, that was good. That was a I I had I've only heard of the name. I didn't know about the history of it. Yeah, I
0: I didn't either. Oh, speaking of, so as I was doing my research, (laughs) Mm (laughs) I (laughs) stumbled across a fan fiction about it and i'm not i'm not sure or or i didn't read the whole thing but a fan fiction here's the here's the synopsis a small western town is in a kerfuffle when a rancher is killed by a mysterious creature it's up to michael jackson and his posse to get to the bottom of the mystery and kill the beast this is literally a fan, and there's a picture of Michael Jackson like as a cowboy, and it's no. the funniest
1: thing I've ever. <laughs> that is so random.
0: Yeah, dude, I was like, "What the fuck?" There's actual fan fictions of this kind of shit. Like, what is happening? He's gonna beat it. <laughs> <laughs> that was too. There
1: are fan. There are fan fictions that are sexual that people do with these cryptids.
0: Yeah, I don't uh, I mean I I'm pretty positive that there's some like that but like I this I don't know. I didn't there's only two chapters and I really didn't want to read it. I like skimmed <laughs> over a little bit of it and it's like let me read you the beginning sentence. It says, "Michael's eyes fluttered open and he yawned and stretched before getting up and groggily making his morning cup of joe." And that's where I was like, no. (laughs) Stop it. Yeah, it's like too normal. Yeah, it was, it's not, no, it's not good. It's a book style. And his horse has a name. His horse, Bill, a beautiful bay quarter horse, stood grazing in the middle of the field. (laughs) The imagery,
1: the imagery is great. A plus. <laughs> oh dear.
0: Yeah, it's not good, but um there's only two chapters. So if you want to like look out there for this fan fiction, be my guest.
1: Michael Jackson.
0: Michael Jackson and the Beast of Pear Creek.
1: My favorite cryptid since I was young and looked into it. My middle school teacher let us do a book report on anything that we wanted, so everybody chose like what they were interested in. and I chose to do the Jersey Devil. Perfect. It's been very interesting to me ever since I was a kid, uh, ever since I saw the episode of The Scariest Places on Earth where she happens to see something that freaks her out and she looks so traumatized. And so I believed that she actually saw something. (laughs) And then I like looked up what it was and how terrifying it probably looks. And so I just loved it. So here we go. 1735. Mother Leeds and her family live in the Pine Barrens of Southern New Jersey, barely scraping by and frustrated due to having 12 children already and a drunk for a husband. She's pregnant and curses her 13th child. Let this one be the devil. Oh, no. There are different versions of this story. So she either has this statement during her pregnancy or yells it during her labor as it was very painful and intense. When she delivers the baby, it appears to be a healthy baby boy with blue eyes and everything's fine. But within minutes, the baby transforms right before their eyes into an ungodly creature. Oh no. It sprouted wings, horns, and began screaming and screeching. And it grew to an enormous size within that fe- that short amount of time. It attacked and killed Mother Leeds and all of her family and left Rubble behind it destroyed the whole house, and there are still. I saw images of the remains of th- where the house was in the Pine Barrens.
0: There's wait, there's still pictures.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, it's um, it's like a bunch of bricks and stuff all over the ground. Wow, okay. After it destroyed everything, essentially it flew out of the chimney and into the forest where it's
0: said to have lived ever since. Mm-hmm. So there's just some little demon boy running around. Oh, it's big. I'm about to... Have you seen
1: pictures? Do you know about
0: the Jersey Ooh. It's it's so weird
1: looking. I'm going to just jump to the
0: description. I'm like picturing uh, the... What the fuck is that movie called? Um, Hellboy. I'm picturing him when he was little. Oh. (laughs) That's literally what I'm picturing.
1: I'm not sure of how muscular the Jersey Devil is because in different photos, it's more muscular and in others, it's more animal looking. Mm -hmm. So those that claim that they've caught a glimpse of the Jersey devil claim that it has a face of a horse, the head of a dog, the body of a kangaroo, antlers of a deer, long claws on its front feet or arms, a forked tail and large leathery wings. And it's said to have both feathers and hair on its body.
0: I'm sorry. It has a... Face of a horse.
1: Yeah, like a long, like a
0: long face. That sounds weird. weird. It doesn't sound scary. Like it doesn't sound. So
1: yeah, it sounds like wacky. Yeah. And then it has um, hooves on its back legs. It has first. So there's so much going. It's just a mix. It's a mix of a bunch of animals. So it's a chimera. (laughs) Yes, pretty much exactly. So there are different reasons for. This cryptid to have been created. They had said that it was rumored that Mother Leeds was into witchcraft and the occult out in the woods, but it seems that this story was was more politically based because in the 1680s, this settler from England came into the area, and it was like Pennsylvania area, New Jersey area, when they were starting to like build the town and stuff. Daniel Leeds was a Quaker who ran an almanac containing ideas of astrology, angels, and magic. And this was not well received by other Quakers who felt that this was more pagan. And his support for the, the British also didn't help. He was bullied by the town for his politics and interests. And they said that he was evil and that his works were not Quaker mm-hmm. or should be. they shouldn't be accepted. One second. <laughs> in 1716, he gave his son the business, and Titan Leeds took over, and was it was continuously harassed by the town, including by Benjamin Franklin, who ran a rival almanac called Poor Richard's Almanac. Oh, Ben Franklin would mock him in his writings and call him evil and he even stated a date that he would die. So this like scared Titan and it made him upset and then they were kind of having like this war between the papers saying like Ben Franklin's a liar and Titan is evil and embarrassing <laughs> and the hairbringer of the devil. Hairbinger god damn it I had just Harbinger. looked that up already. Harbinger <laughs> <I can't breathe. laughs> Kill me. I can't talk. Hairbringer. Harbinger.
0: Harbinger. Oh, shit. That was a good one. Okay. Harbinger of death. Or what would you say? Yes, the harbinger
1: of the devil. Okay. um, The Jersey devil is also like the Wendigo in the way that the people just mainly used it as a threat against children and um, others to stay out of the Pine Barrens. And they believe it's mostly because there were robbers and mobs of – what's the word? Pirates. No, I'm just joking. Unlikables. Undesirables is what I guess.
0: Undesirables. Hmm.
1: In the woods. And so they would just use it as a story to stay out. But there was one week in 1909, January 16th through the 23rd, businesses and schools were shut down because of how many sightings. It was thought that it was dangerous to be out. And people that had to cross through the actual forest did not go to work because they were terrified of what they would come across. Oh,
0: wow. That's freaking creepy. Who would have thought? There's a demon. We can't go to work today. There were multiple
1: sightings reported of the Jersey Devil and of tracks that were strange found in the snow and even across rooftops. Oh, fuck no. I remember hearing this. Women would be cooking in the kitchen and they would hear cloven feet walking across the roof. And by the time they ran outside, they didn't see anything. And there are stories of them, them just seeing large bat wings, but that's all that they could catch a glimpse of.
0: That's the one where they like followed the tracks. Yes, right? they Ew. they they would Their try problem. to see
1: if they could find it, but they could never come face to face with the Jersey Devil, even if they did go out in mobs to track it down. So I don't know where it's hiding. Mm, so that's, that's kind of scary. So the Pine Barrens are, I guess, a few miles of forest, but I didn't. I don't know how big the forest is exactly. I like the name. Pine Barrens. Me too. The people that were the under- undesirables living within the Pine Barrens were called Pineys. So. That's just How a cute. bit of,
0: cute. Tidbit <laughs> of
1: information.
0: <laughs> the pineese. I like Me that. too. I'd probably be one of those undesirables living in the pine in the of the, Without
1: getting bullied by Quakers? Yeah, I'll take that instead of that. Livestock would be killed and terrible whales would be heard um, from the forest. Oh. So they would just chalk it up to it being the Jersey Devil still alive. Why couldn't
0: it be those undesirables <laughs> just screaming in the forest?
1: It could have been. What are the – what's the word for when the prohibition, like prohibitionists maybe stayed out there too? And they were just drunk screaming in the woods.
0: They just fucking hurt themselves trying to make that fucking moonshine.
1: (laughs) It's too hot. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I just think that it's so funny because Titan – um, Leeds and Benjamin Franklin had this feud going on for years. Um, and even after Titan died, Benjamin Franklin was freaking savage and was like, he's an evil ghost now and kept mocking God. him even after he died. It's interesting that he's the 13th child because we discussed the unluckiness of that.
0: Oh, yeah. Last week. Mm-hmm. It's true. We did.
1: Imagine coming across those um hoof prints and then being like, "Oh, it's just goats," but then you realize that it's There's just only two. two.
0: Oh God. Oh, remember
1: on Paranormal Activity when those chicken feet were in the flower or whatever on there the ground? Was
0: chicken feet. I'm pretty sure they were hoof marks.
1: Were they hooves? Oh, I thought they were chicken
0: feet. Maybe they looked Damn it, Abby! Now I have to look. God,
1: look, because it's so scary. That was a cool little touch that they added. Yeah, to the it
0: scared the shit out of me.
1: Either way, they say that the Jersey Devil is mostly used for um, people to come to the town and kind of like a lore. Kind of like the Mothman is really famous where it's originated Uh in. Um, In 1939, the Jersey Devil was named the State Demon, which I think that's the only state that has a state demon written down (laughs) is New Jersey. (laughs) They made him more cartoon-like and likable. And in 1982... The hockey team was named the Jersey Devils.
0: Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> what am I? My sentences are just all boggled.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it's definitely hoof marks. I guess it looks like a um, it's like a hoof mark, but then it has like little little marks like around it. Not not necessarily like the whole way around it, but like in the back oh. of it to make mm-hmm. it look like it's got big feet. You know what I mean? Oh big. ew! I think
1: my grandma told me no. that the devil also has backwards, backwards feet, feet. Which, if you think about it, that's kind of scary because it's tricking you. Like it's leaving, but it's actually coming towards you or is near you. you if you, like, if you were to do, if you were to do the 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 trick that they did in paranormal activity and put baby powder or flour on the ground to see if something's walking around your house at night, and you saw those hooves. That looked like they were walking away from you, then you'd be like, okay, they, it's, it's gone now. But then you remember that the devil actually has hooves that are backwards on its body. No. And I wonder if that's like a trick tactic. If I'm remembering correctly, I feel like my grandma told me that the devil has backwards hooves. And I wonder if that's for that reason to trick you that it's leaving, but it's actually coming towards you.
0: No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I'm watching the scene. And I'm trying, cause I'm trying to see like for sure, for sure. But oh, I regret watching this.
1: Movie. I remember there was something with chicken feet, but I don't remember what. Wait, 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 wait! I know, I'm scared, dude. Those movies were so fucking good.
0: I'm just gonna send you the. Oh no, yeah, these are huge ass. Um, Hoops. they look like they look like hoof marks, but at the same time, they look well, at some points. At some points, they look like hoof marks, and then there's other parts where they look like lizard. I see where you mm-hmm. thought they were chicken. Oh, feet. it
1: changed because it—that's even scarier because that means the demon can change forms. Like, stop
0: it! I'm gonna, fast. I'm gonna send this to you.
1: Please do because I—I remember chicken feet, but then it didn't make sense because I remember the ram. Yeah, is associated with the devil or demons
0: in general. Well, it's the yeah, the goats too, but. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So during that week of the sightings, it was also reported they were even reported in large cities of Camden and Philadelphia. Panic immediately began to spread and possess poses posse's. I am going to kill myself.
0: poses? <laughs> yeah, this is what you get for making fun of. It
1: you
0: is. I deserve it. I'm. I'm gonna take it <laughs> like I
1: dealt it. <laughs> It immediately began to spread, and posses formed in more than one town. Fear and intrigue grew even greater when it was reported that bloodhounds refused to follow the unidentified creature's trail. No. Schools closed or suffered low attendance throughout lower New Jersey and in Philadelphia. Mills in the Pine Barrens were forced to close when workers refused to leave their homes and travel through the woods to get to their jobs. Can you
0: imagine being one of those kids that was still forced to go to school? Fuck. Seriously. <laughs> My mom thinks it's a bunch of bullshit, so she made me come anyways.
1: The Jersey Devil makes headlines. According to the Asbury Park Press of October 1988, a man who lived in Howell Township encountered the devil in 1981. He described the creature as having a furry body, huge feet, with three toes on each one, large teeth, and stood about six feet tall. Alan McFarlane... Chief ranger of the Wharton State Forest for over 20 years relates a story that happened in 1980. He had gone to a farmer's house near Jenkins where he came upon four pigs that were lying dead close to their pen. The back of their heads had been eaten out mm. and there were scratches all over their bodies. There were no tracks or blood on the ground. The ranger had no explanation for what mm. had happened.
0: That's scary. Mm-hmm. How the fuck the back of their heads were eaten out?
1: There was a story also that this woman, um, I think it was also during the 1909 um, sightings, that she heard her dog sounding like it was struggling with something. So she went outside and she saw that the Jersey Devil was trying to take it and was attacking her
0: dog. Oh so she my.
1: she hit it in the head with her shoe. Something the hell sassy wouldn't stand a chance that's one yeah
0: and i I would throw my entire body out there like i would kill that thing if it tried to take sassy same so yeah that is the
1: story of the jersey Jersey devil
0: i the first time i heard the story of that like it it didn't creep me out until i heard the story of the the hooves in the snow and them following them and not finding anything like it just mm-hmm. abruptly ends. That was scary.
1: It's able to, if its wings are as large as they say, it's probably able to go so far or even so high into the sky that you can't even
0: see it. Yeah. Ooh, it flies quickly. Whee. So for my story, we're coming in hot once again. In 2010, a man named Jose, who has since died, allegedly recorded with his security camera a short, armless, two legged creature walking through his backyard. And as you watch, there's a video that we're going to post. And in the video, this thing is hauling ass across the yard. And mm-hmm. at first, it looks like it's a person with like a cape on, but it's walking quickly. And as it gets closer to the camera, it, it doesn't look like a person anymore. Like, it looks like a pair of pants that are just floating through <laughs> the air, just quickly mm-hmm. walking through. Oh,
1: shit. Um,
0: and this was the first sighting of what has come to be known as the Fresno Night Um, So then in March 2011, the second video footage was caught on a Yosemite National Park security camera. Mm-hmm. It's a couple that owned this It was uh, attached to their house, but they lived um, in Yosemite. So they were hoping to identify a group of vandals who had been stealing and damaging private property. Needless to say, they were pretty freaked out when they saw what really was on there. Similar to the first video, um, there's two entities in this video and uh, they're walking through. But it looks like two drunk people just walking, like just Mm -hmm. trying to get to where the fuck they're going. (laughs) um but it like it looks like they have their arms stuck in their pants and they don't have a head so <laughs> it it just looks really weird but one of them is taller than the other one and they just they're walking through a street in front of the house and it looks really freaking weird but you like you just would have to see the video to even know what the fuck I'm mm-hmm. talking about but it looks yeah. really it looks really I mean weird. if
1: it's something you've never seen before that's going to be shocking to see
0: oh my god yeah it looks really weird being
1: so big looking and moving that fast oh my gosh
0: yeah um weird so these sightings are not a recent development apparently the local native american tribe insists that these creatures have been walking around for a long time but then there's people that say that that's not true either so it's just up in there. um Mm -hmm. but The Fresno Nightwalkers appear to be a relatively short creature, with most of their height being made up of their legs as they possess an extremely small upper body. Um, It's hard to find details in the upper body of this cryptid due to the poor quality of its footage. Um, It is extremely thin and white humanoid with no discernible, discernible, son of a bitch. Discernible.
1: (laughs) Scars.
0: I don't want to hear it. I said scars. Yeah. You did (laughs) say, damn it. You said some other shit, too. Would you say, um,
1: posse? I said
0: poses. I said, like, possess poses. Oh, posse. Like,
1: wait, what does that mean? Oh, posse. Okay. Tell me
0: the word one more time discernible. Discernible. Okay. It is an extremely thin white humanoid with no discernible. Um, Discernible arms. The larger specimen appears to have webbing connected from each knee to the torso. I'm Mm -hmm. not actually sure how they really like figure that out because the videos are really grainy and they're far a little bit far away. So it's like, how the fuck did you figure that out? But they Mm -hmm. even say like, it's hard to judge the extra characteristics uh, or the exact characteristics of the of this thing because the footage is poor quality. Bad. Yeah. So the Fresno Nightwalkers aren't the most menacing or the most exciting cryptids, but they are shrouded in mystery and definitely count as unexplainable phenomena. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you think about these little guys? Are they some sort of extraterrestrial ghost, a primate with pants on? (laughs) Maybe they're just all a myth and it's not real.
1: Someone compared it to like... Someone in stilts, but like having the pants pulled up all the way. That's what it, they literally just look like
0: pants floating through the air.
1: Yeah, like not baggy pants, but like sheet-like.
0: Yeah, it's really, someone even said it could be a gazelle standing upright and i'm like what that doesn't make any goddamn sense what the hell yeah i was That's like some people think they might be a new species like there's all kinds of
1: um I laundry yeah i don't it I'm looks like yeah it looks like sheets like yeah. i don't know how to explain it
0: it's weird it is weird there was a similar sighting near carmel ohio on december 12th 2014 by a 16-year-old former marine and his wife, mm-hmm. the witness said, "We recently bought a, pe- <laughs> we a recently pizza. We recently bought. <laughs> we recently bought a pizza. Yeah. We recently bought a place in the Fort Hill area uh, in southeast Highland County. We first noticed after about 30 days of living there that we suddenly had a perfect circle that stays fresh." freshly green no matter what weather in their front yard mm-hmm. like he says that and then he like jumps onto the story and i'm like okay so you're do you think that connects what
1: the that? fuck? yeah how yeah. does that have to do with yeah. it yeah
0: so then he says on friday night the 12th we were driving home after turning on carmel road which leads to our road we went around the curb by the carmel church and then up a small incline and approximately 10 feet over the incline and in front of our truck, the alien, that's what he called it, <laughs> ran across the road and into the woods. The mm. witness described the creature as a seven-foot-tall, slim, gray creature with muscular legs that walked like its knees were backwards, and it didn't seem oh. to have arms. Ew. He also included a sketch made shortly after he arrived home. So I looked at the sketch and... <laughs> 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 it looks uh, – I don't even – it reminds me uh, – okay, the face reminds me of the nurses from Silent Hill, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's, like, wrapped or whatever, but I mean, I don't know. So it it has, like, this head and this, lo- like, this thin stick body, and then its legs are backwards, but they just looked really buff, and <laughs> we'll have to post the sketch because it looks hilarious, but – it conches on them. <laughs> yeah. Other people have done like fan art of it, and those look better, obviously, but mm-hmm. his drawing was shitty. Um, <laughs> so this creature became known as the Carmel Area creature, and it looks completely different than the night crawlers but they're still associated together because they might be the same
1: Uh, yeah maybe different species of the same thing whatever it is
0: and since the videos were shitty people are like well
1: does it bend down how the hell does it eat it doesn't have arms
0: yeah i don't know like what is its purpose if it doesn't have a mouth if it doesn't like if it doesn't maybe that's why there's so
1: few of them because they're rare and
0: maybe i don't know it's and weird. where the
1: fuck, with all of these cryptids, even like Bigfoot and stuff, like where do they live whenever, like what are the chances of coming across it or catching it on camera, but you don't know where it goes? Like,
0: right. Ugh. Now that I think about it, that the Carmel area creature reminds me of the Demogorgon from Stranger Things.
1: Oh, I think I know. It, yeah, I could see. Is that what it has it's called, like, the Demogorgon? Pale skin, yeah. Does like it, it have a lot
0: have a, of teeth? No, it have it's just like before it opens its mouth, It whenever it just has like a little oh. pinhead. Oh, yeah,
1: okay. Like it doesn't
0: have, it looks like it's just a head and then all of a sudden it opens its mouth and it's like this fucking ginormous ass. Thing of teeth? Yeah. Ooh. That's what I thought of just now. The first time I saw it, the first mm-hmm. time I saw the video, it freaked me out. But that was like the first time. And then the times that I've seen it since, I'm like, what the fuck?
1: It's like a a joke of a cryptid. Yeah. Which I came across so many of those. And I was like, no, it's too funny to do like El Cuero, which translates roughly to skin. Oh, yeah. Um, Or yeah. And that's from Chile, Argentina, folklore and it basically looks like a big stingray that floats on the surface of water and it's very thin and it just pretty much drapes you and covers you and it like engulfs like whenever it takes it engulfs it so it it looks like kind of jelly-ish so that's what they came up with but there are many species of animal creatures that it could have been so i just skipped over that it could have been like a Weird, flat-looking snapping turtle, or a big manta ray, a jellyfish, or a big jellyfish. Yeah, crawl up there. I don't even hear it. Mm-hmm. When they react to that, oh my gosh, it scares yeah, me.
0: Yeah, that is freaking terrifying. Ooh, no. Uh, animals can animals for real can sense. Oh yeah, stuff. for sure. You just reminded me of the story I was going to tell you at the very beginning. <laughs> <laughs> But I'll tell you at the end. My sources for these two stories that I just told are TexasCryptidHunter.com, Cryptids.Fandom.com, and com. Mm-hmm. So what is your last story for us?
1: You just did it. I thought you had we one more. Each.
0: No, we had two each. Which one did you just tell me? The Jersey Devil and the one oh, before that was the Oh, that's right. We ended okay. So. Yeah. Okay. What is your next? Story? <laughs> I was ready. My professionalism that came out. Cute. I was like, "Hello, okay."
1: I could do this all day. I love cryptids. Cryptozoology is so cool. If I could be doing anything right now,
0: in- and scary, we would have to be cool. doing some research out in the field. Fuck all of that.
1: That's the thing. Like, it could be anything out there. That's what's complicated about it. Like, especially because a lot of these animal cryptid things look like other animals. Yeah. Like a turkey. It could be a freaking big-ass turkey. Or it could be, like, a big-ass antelope. Not an antelope. A deer or something. But you Mm -hmm. only see one piece of it. And you're like, the Jersey Devil. (laughs) I saw its back Uh, Mm half.
0: That's just, like, the chupacabra. I watched this thing. It's been a couple months. But they... This lady swears that she found it and she like got, she kept it, froze it and like stuffed it and shit. And they sent off the stuff, the like the DNA and everything to get tested. And cause I, the whole time I was like, it's a dog with mange, blah, blah, blah. Or it's a coyote Mm -hmm. with mange or something, whatever.
1: Um, And
0: it has like these piercing blue eyes that are super creepy. But, Mm -hmm. um, so, like you could see it. Like it's stuffed in her living room and it looks creepy. It, cripey. <laughs> it looks creepy, <laughs> <laughs> mate. It looks creepy. And uh, so she did send it off, and at the end of that show, it said that they've decided that it is not a coyote or a dog or anything, but it could be a mixture of a Mexican wolf and a coyote and something else but it's like interspecies yeah thing and so it's like a big deal because it's interspecies and like some of these animals like the mexican wolf doesn't go up as far as it did where she found it and all this shit know. and it's in texas that this happened too cool yeah it was really cool you need to look it up because it is really cool but i didn't want to do the fucking story on the chipotle because it's always done
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to. Because I love like the Bigfoot sightings and and the Sasquatch. I cannot stand
0: the Bigfoot sightings. I can't do it. Yeah,
1: I know. Because you're like you're okay. You have some guy in a gorilla suit in the background, like. But I still want to believe that they're out there somewhere because it's not far fetched of an idea. They're just able to hide and survive somehow.
0: And doing the looking up all this stuff too, like there are so many versions of Bigfoot. It's.
1: Yes, each region it seems has its own like the florida swamp ape and uh the yeti in like snowy mountain areas and
0: yeah
1: all they're all pretty much a subspecies of like ape or gorilla Mm -hmm.
0: have you seen have you seen the video of that guy i think he was in like a cabin resort or some shit but it's it's a guy videotaping the side of a mountain, and it's like I think it's snowy on the mountain, mm-hmm. but you can see something running, and it's yes, huge. Up the side of the yes, I saw that. Oh my okay. god! I was like, so like that's how can something. You explain that shit, because. But who would go that far to
1: make it f- if it's fake? You well, know what I'm saying? That's I don't where think I'm it's
0: like. fake. Like it, the only thing I could think of was like it has to be an an animal like a moose or something. But because he's so far away, mm-hmm. and zoomed in, like you, it looks like something else. And the way the sun is. And the way the angle is and shit, like it could make it look like something completely different. Exactly. Exactly. But the way it looked was terrifying either way, because you're like, what the fuck?
1: And it's able to go up that fucking and that that. fast. Fast.
0: And he's talking while he's doing the video, and he's like explaining, well, it can't be this because they don't move that fast, and it can't be this because. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Mm. Yeah, it's creepy. Uh, Do you want me to tell you what happened, or what I was going to tell you at the beginning? Yeah. So Jeremy's cousin came and stayed over here with her kids this weekend, and mm-hmm. uh, I was gone. So they were going to sleep in my room so they could all fit in a, on a bed. And mm-hmm. my er, – <laughs> Jeremy's cousin was her little – she has a boy and a girl. So the little girl was like afraid of my room and stuff. And Jeremy was telling me and I'm like what the fuck she's afraid of my room what and Jeremy's like trying to scare me that there's like ghosts and stuff (laughs) and I was like shut he was and he tried to scare the little girl too by saying there's nothing at first he was like there's nothing in there and then like She started to walk away, and he, like, looked at her, and he was like, you see them, too? And she was like, what the fuck? Like, she freaked out. (gasps) No. he was trying to scare me, too. So I turn around after that, and I tell my grandma the story, and she's like, you know what it is? It's not ghosts. Because she was, like, going on about how she doesn't think that haunted – that houses are haunted. Like, she thinks that it's the person. And so she's, like, just telling me all this stuff, and she's like – I think instead of ghosts, she's like, I think that it's energy that people leave behind. So, like, even if they're alive or dead, she's like, So, I think what it was was you left your energy in your room. Like, your energy is in your room. You left Mm -hmm. it there. She's like, and you have a lot of it. So, you left it there. And now that little girl is afraid to go in there because she senses your energy and you don't like little kids. So it was even worse. And I was like, why? <laughs>
1: that makes sense. Yeah. That's the only way I can describe how I believe in the supernatural while being really into science is because if matter or energy can't be created or destroyed, it's just transferred and changes forms. Mm-hmm. Then that makes sense to me.
0: Like that's what ghosts are is just energy that's changed form. Yes. After we die. But she thinks even people that are alive Mm -hmm. can do it. And I think now that she explained it to me, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. It makes sense because don't you have to like cleanse your
1: tarot cards, but you also have to be like,
0: yeah, you have to, you, whenever you cleanse your tarot cards, you're cleansing of the person that you were doing the reading for, you're cleansing their energy off of it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's it. Ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, that makes me feel I good. Like, I left There's an trauma. imprint. Yeah, I left an imprint for the children. children. <laughs> You're not welcome. Get out of Get my out. room. I'm all whispering. The oh, I'm <laughs> the ghost. I'm the ghost. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think you'll become a ghost? I'm pretty positive. I really hope not because, goddammit, I'm so done with this world, but (laughs) I will probably be a ghost. Or at least my energy will be left. I, If anything, I'll just leave a little bit of my energy behind. Like, my grandma said that I did that at my mom's, too. When I moved out, she said Mm -hmm. that she could still hear me and Sassy in the house. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm like, how the fuck like I'm, I'm alive. <laughs> Those imprints. Uh, and that's my super short show. <laughs> ah! Perfect. So you should go rate us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you can rate us at. You don't have to give us a five star. We know we're not the best. And quit doing that. If we make you laugh, give us a five star. Just click it. Push us along to make it another day. And if you're feeling extra nice, you can actually write out a review. Yes. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at gimme the creeps underscore. Uh
1: we will be discussing the skinwalker later on together because that deserves a lot of attention. Oh yeah. That is a super scary I wouldn't even consider it a cryptid. Would you consider it a cryptid,
0: I guess? Actually I'm not sure. I'm not sure just based on like the actual, the whole Skinwalker Ranch thing. I don't Mm. know. So did we give you the creeps?